what's up everyone welcome to the notes 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 558th episode of the pokemon <laughs> podcast it's super effective i shouldn't be hosting the show with me is bobby hey how's it going how's it going that's it it's Just nice and it? early here uncompared to over i guess well it's not even that late there is it it's only no, it's only seven seven oh that's like that's like midday for you anyways <laughs> <laughs> Hannah also here. I am also here. It's I'm in the same time zone as Bobby, so it's still light out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, easy for you guys. We're recording this on a Saturday night because in in about twelve hours I will be on a flight to South Korea, <laughs> which was not planned. Look, I wanted to go to South Korea. Niantic was like, ah, maybe, and then like one week before they're like, okay, you can go, and I was like, this is not enough time, <laughs> but okay, I'll go. <laughs> You don't have to twist my leg. Fine. Uh, okay, so full full disclosure. Uh, going to the safari zone in South Korea, Niantic is paying for flight and three days of hotel. Just saying that because government requires me to disclose when a company pays for things. I'm going a little bit early, though, to make sure the stream backpack works and uh, figure out where I'm going to play since it's a city experience. So that's why we're recording on a Saturday night. I don't think that there's going to be any breaking news here for Sunday or Monday by the time this episode goes up. But we got an episode. We got a lot of TCG stuff. That's why Bobby's here. Bobby was like, (laughs) let me talk about the TCG. And I was like, I got you. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mm -hmm. Before we. That's very true. (laughs) Before (laughs) we get to to, uh, all of that. Look, we're going to talk about the Van Gogh Pikachu stuff. That's the TCG stuff we're talking about. Before we get to all that. uh, Good sleep day. Number two. Hannah. Tell me about your good sleep day. I'm, I am very much enjoying it. I am really kind of surprised they're still giving so many sleep mm-hmm. points for free during these events because I feel like I'm never gonna run out of sleep points. But I got, I got, I got, dang, I got a that shiny real really loop. Cool. <laughs> oh, very nice. I'm super happy awesome. about it. <laughs> One of the best yeah, shinies yeah, yeah. in the game. I think Dang. I'm very, Bobby, did very you get happy. on your sleep bandwagon mm-hmm. or no? So here's the thing. <laughs> I know that the last time I was on this show, uh, I said I was going to try sleep again, a uh, Pokemon sleep again. Um, <laughs> I, it's not even on my phone <laughs> anymore. Okay. You know, so you I don't like the opposite like direction it. on that. Um, yeah. I just think, uh, so I, we talked about this last time. I have a weird way that like when I go to bed, I just like am so, I always go to bed when I'm like so tired that I just basically roll into bed. And I'm never going to be thinking about like <laughs> turning the Go Plus Plus on or like whatever you got to do. Um, I've also been like just not having my phone in my room anymore when I go to bed. So that has changed a little bit. Um, I am I sleeping mean, you, a little bit more though. An alarm. So you that's have nice. Kids. That's you know, good. That's I. <laughs> no, I do. <laughs> I do. That's true. Um, but the Apple Watch, I do have the Apple Watch on me when I sleep because specifically for mm. the alarm. Because it won't wake anybody, it won't wake anyone mm-hmm. else up, you know, to just vibrate on my wrist. So I do have that. But um, no, I haven't, I, I uninstalled the app. And so. Uh, no, that's fine. That's fine. Sorry. <laughs> I got nothing to say. It's not for everybody. Yeah. Yeah. I, I hate coming on the show and, and admitting that I gave a mobile game money. Well, that's not true. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes I'm like, yeah, you know, I played, you know, 200 hours. You were of going e- to Korea for a mobile game. That's yeah, way, this yeah, is what I right, expect right. from you. <laughs> true, Your audience true. expects you to pay mo- pay money for a mobile game. True, Steve. True. 
<laughs> That's true. Hey, again, flight and hotel paid for. <laughs> <laughs> or that <laughs> but actually i think i still lose that because i gotta pay, pay for my own hotel for like six other days so oh yeah that's well look look like, if you're going 14 hour flight you might as well get the most of it you're already on the other side of the country it's true or con- the, the world, world. <laughs> globe uh, i fell for the scam i bought the sleep good sleep bundle for 25 dollars. that's that's how really uh, yeah i've i why the main reason was uh because of the focus i think it was focus it doubles your um experience points specifically from snorlax which goes to your main trainer level so you Mm -hmm. got two of those and then you got two of the pokemon experience so after a really good night you get double of that yeah and i was planning to use them both i was like you know what like this is the day to use it if you're gonna min max the gem situation in this game. It's like the people who are like, okay, it's 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 double experience hour, plus I'm going to pop a lucky egg, and now I'm going to hit a bunch of Pidgeys, right? You're like maximizing your experience. I was like, okay, so I want all of that. I, I'm really out of Pokeballs. I would like some Great Balls, and then I don't even remember the last thing. So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to pull the trigger. Because I did want to see how much experience you got. And I was like level... 23 and a half and i went all the way up to like 25 with nice. the experience so it did it I, did like blow, it was like high, yeah. new record high <laughs> score and then that was of course doubled because of the incense I, I i didn't opt to use the experience because i was like i don't like any of these pokemon like these pokemon are just filler pokemon until i get better ones so and then i'm saving the other incense for literally i'm just gonna save it for a whole month for the next good sleep day because why would you not use it i mean you could use it to accelerate but like there are also three days in good sleep day there's still one more night left after we're recording here yeah but it's only 1.5 not times two yeah and i guess you go to sleep after 4 a.m so maybe it's not gonna be good sleep day for you (laughs) i'm not confident in tonight's sleep to use it (laughs) the other thing i've learned is always put the incense on before you go to bed I've definitely, like, put incense on midday thinking, like, yeah, tonight's going to be the night. And then all of a sudden, like, something happens. I didn't get a good night's sleep. Or I, like, just put the incense on before you go to bed. Unless it's going to be a recovery incense because you know you're not going to sleep enough. Because then you can just put that on once you realize you're not going to sleep enough. That's my favorite incense. Yeah, so it was was more of, like, I'm going to give this game $25. I am enjoying it. Um, this is the first time I've spent money besides the subscription. I'm, you know, I, I want to see if I, I feel I'm like getting value of some sort, but at the end of the day, the only thing you're really doing is accelerating. That's just like Pokemon Go. You're just you, you accelerating. You're, you're paying to sleep, which I think I love the fact that like, it's like if there's one time of the day when you're probably not going to spend money, it's when you're sleeping. No, they figured it out. Like, how can we spend money while we're sleeping? They have Perfect. mastered it. It's great. I I like the game a lot, though. It's so deep. Like, there's so many. I don't these... know if I'd say deep. No, it's it is. It's very detailed. It's very detailed. There's so many, deep. like, skills and, like, I'm going to pair these Pokemon together and I'm going to, like, try to focus on this and, like, these skills line up for a good combination and like right now i'm like catching every caterpie because butterfree apparently is busted good in this game like okay i will say that like as someone so obviously i play go all the time and so i don't really i don't really see it from the side of someone who doesn't play the game and that but now with this i am seeing like 
the side of, oh, I'm just seeing the social media posts about the game. And what I've taken from this is that I think anyone who doesn't play Pokemon and just looks at social media, the only thing that anyone seems to care about is shiny Pokemon. <laughs> like that's the only thing that ever gets posted is just, here's another shiny, here's another shiny, here's another shiny. And so I'm glad to hear that there's more depth to the game because all I ever see on the on threads or on X or whatever is just shiny Pokemon left and right. No, that's exciting, but I uh, for me it's more exciting because I know how skills work. So like when you get like a like so you have five skills, you get one at ten, twenty five, fifty, seventy five, a hundred, and when those start turning gold, they can be white is basic, blue is advanced, and then gold is like the best. And you get a Pokemon with like two gold, and then the two gold you want that like match up with its n- main ability, you're like, oh my, this thing's gonna be getting me milk all night. I'm gonna be rolling in milk in the morning, or like honey, and the the Butterfree gets honey. But you've got to hope it doesn't have a bad nature. Yeah, you got to make sure it has. Yeah, so you got you got to have skills, nature. It all adds wow. up. Yeah, it all this adds is super. Up. This is like way more complicated than like, hey, you just go to sleep and wake up and then like catch a Pokemon, which is what it was kind of like marketed as. Yeah, no, it's like Pokemon Go, but way more advanced because Pokemon Go they don't have like abilities, and if they have moves, you can change them. But the only thing you're catching, a, you know, a bunch of crawlers for is the IVs. You're like, I want these IVs. And then you're catching and them the for candy. like the candy to then eventually yeah. power them up. But you are rolling over and over for different Pokemon with different skills. And when you keep catching the same Pokemon, you're guaranteeing or you're you're increasing the likelihood of getting those gold skills. Um, but the gold skills are still randomly rolling in certain situations. So, look, there's a website that's a calculator and you can punch your Pokemon in and then it will grade them for you. It'll be like, this is a C tier Pokemon. You're like, I don't want to level up a C tier. I'm going to wait till I get like an A tier. I need to ask for that website. See, it's good. We're gonna, <laughs> This was my $25 justification. I'm, I, I want to live in Pokemon Go sleep, Pokemon going to sleep spreadsheets. <laughs> Although I can easily see how if you are a whale... You are just throwing money at it to like catch everything to optimize. You're just like that. Like everything in the store is just how can you speed this game up for two dollars, five dollars, ten dollars? Which speed yeah. up to where though? Like what's the end the goal? To complete the sleep decks. To your sleep and, research. Complete the sleep and then you just stop sleeping. You get to stop sleeping after that. You don't have to sleep anymore. It's like well, the hot. Oh, so I've been playing. What the game's been out for six weeks. No, maybe longer than that because I got two months. So ten weeks, I think. Sounds about right. I think. Yeah. I think two months, two weeks, and I, the highest I've ever gotten is master rank two, and I'm pretty sure it goes up to master rank twenty. Yeah. Whoa. And I've only gotten master rank three times, and this was the first time. This was the first time I got to master rank without using a good camp ticket. Is it a weekly thing? Yeah, yeah. every week it resets, like and then it resets every week. every week. Okay, got it. Yeah. You watch the big numbers get bigger. I love watching numbers get bigger. Holy cow. <laughs> I, I mean, I can't say I hate that either. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Switching gears to um, Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. If you didn't know, there's a community.pokemon.com. There's the forum. They do update from time to time here. Um, they did update the recent bugs that brought... Were it, you guys know there's bugs in Scarlet and Violet? That the, the, no. The, Two point zero point. What a surprise! I also want to just take a moment. I know you can't see the press release if you're listening to this in your car, but the the person who posted this administrator of the forum 
Their icon is the Slowbro character from Unite, the one that's wearing like a little baseball cap. And their <laughs> username is TPCI underscore Garbage King. That is yep. that is their that is their user account. <laughs> it's amazing. It's great. <laughs> it's really it's, it's all perfect. The discussion has been closed. You cannot comment on this forum post. It says though, we will be addressing the following issues with Pokemon Scarlet and Pokemon Di- Violet update version two point zero point one, which we plan to release by the first half of October. We apologize for any inc- inconvenience caused by these bugs. Here's the first bug. Under certain conditions, victories against NPC trainers scattered across the game world may not be recorded. As a result, players uh, can earn winnings. Winning can earn a winning by a certain number of battles, such as the Pokemon League representatives uh, in Paldea or the Ogre Clan members in Kitakami may not be able to be obtained at this time. We talked about this last week where mm. the game stops recording after 300, which this Pokemon game has the most trainer battles than any other Pokemon game, surprisingly. So we have a total on how many I think trainers? It's 307. That sounds right. It's like slightly over 300. Wow. They just barely hit the ceiling of numbers. Yeah. I think I fought like 10. (laughs) 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 Well, you got 297 to go, Bobby. (laughs) Yes. So, um, you know, you could make the argument of like, maybe it's been 300 for 10, 20 years, and they never thought that like they would hit that cap of. Oh, the game just stops recording after 300 because we've never had oh, 305 yeah. trainers. Um, yeah. But maybe, you know, Game Freak also doesn't know how many trainers there are because I it's like impossible to find them all. Like, <laughs> they're just <laughs> all over the place. Did you get any comments from last week or people, you know, messaging to say that they did uh, battle all the trainers in I had two people come into my stream and say that they they did battle everything because they were completionists, which makes sense. Sure. You know, if the game was like, here's a shirt. Well, there's no shirts in the game. If the game was like, here's a backpack because you battled everyone, I would probably do that too because mm. I would like to. Yeah, I, I would have done that. But I hate completing something in a game that's tedious that you don't get anything for. I'm talking about you, well, Korok Seeds and Zelda. I ain't falling for that. So, <laughs> So... Uh, there, there weren't 300 trainers though in just in Paldea, right? Because right. the whole pro- problem was like getting into Kitakami. Then you start to realize if you that you're not getting certain things. That was when it was realized, right? So right, because people would mm-hmm. people saved the Ogre Clan for last, which makes sense. And then mm-hmm. I think there's seven Ogre Clan members, or nine, maybe eight. I think it's. Yeah, around there. Yeah, it's it's like a, above five, but below ten. And then they realized yes. that they couldn't finish the Ogre Clan specifically because they right. already battled everyone. They saved Ogre Clan for last. They battled the first couple. That was good. And then the last couple just they were okay. Able to so battle. there, yeah, there weren't three hundred in Scarlet Violet. No, 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 no. It's only because of the DLC that it pushed it over three hundred. I think so. the DLC added like thirty trainers total, or thirty five, or something. Um, so just so 277 <laughs> in Scarlet and Violet. That's that's nothing. Yeah. yeah the, the, the Garbage King has also said here <laughs> that it is not currently possible to transfer certain special Pokemon to Pokemon Scarlet and Violet via Pokemon Home if those Pokemon were brought in to Pokemon Home via Pokemon Go. Even if the Pokemon is the same species already obtained in Scarlet or Violet prior to version 1.3.2. 
This is very vague, like what is considered a special Pokemon. The one that I've been told isn't working right now is Reggie Eliki. So if you caught him, Reggie special. Yeah, he's not that special. Well, he's special in my heart. But uh, so if you caught a Reggie Eliki in Pogo, you move it to home. It just cannot go into Scarlet and Violet right now, even though Reggie Eliki is allowed. I don't know if other like I wish they would just list out which Pokemon. I don't know why they say special Pokemon. Right. If this is, I'm pretty sure this has been a bug for a while. They may have fixed it in general for most of them, but maybe it's just a few left over ever since the updates. But this has been a problem since you could transfer Pokemon in. But couldn't you before, I remember this as well, but couldn't you, wasn't it if you had caught it though in Scarlet Violet, then you could transfer it no, in that's, Scarlet that's Violet? No, that's a purposeful lock. This is... Okay. Okay. This, like, this if, is a bug. Like, I have Ele- Reggie Eliki in Scarlet and Violet from Sword and Shield, and I still wouldn't be able to move Pokemon Go Reggie Eliki in. No, no, I understand. But I just meant what you were saying, Hannah. Was that the purposeful that lock might, thing? Because I remember that, that, that be, yeah. issue. People not like bringing, being able to bring things in. And then um, I think, Steve, you had explained it on either the podcast or your stream about how you had to have the Pokemon already in Scarlet and Violet to bring them in from Pokemon Go. And then once the first one was in, then you were good to go or mm-hmm. something, and then everything else could come in. Yeah. There's also another bug that's not listed here. Uh, it's a bug <laughs> I've experienced. It's a lot of them. Yeah. So I experienced this when uh, when when the DLC came out, they, they turned on or fixed the item finder mark. The item finder mark was in the game since day one. Um, and then it magically started working the day the DLC came out. So was it broken the entire time? Yes. Was it purposely broken because they were going to turn it on because of this DLC? Maybe uh, like the Destiny mark was technically in Scarlet or Sword and Shield the entire time since day one. They never turned it on. <laughs> was it supposed to be on? We'll never know because they're probably never going to say um, it works in Scarlet. Uh, it works in Scarlet and Violet. Um, so when I was so how the the item finder mark works is you just use the let's go feature, which is just sending your Pokemon out to pick up items that in itself is already like kind of a miserable experience because sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes your Pokemon just stands there and doesn't pick it up. Uh, the bug that I've experienced is you'll send a Pokemon out and it won't do anything. It'll just stand there and you can't recall it and you you can't you can't go and you, you literally can't do anything. It just stands there. You can't do anything with it. It doesn't move. It doesn't pick it up. Um, if you switch it in your party, it still stays standing out there. So the only fix that I figured out was save the game, turn it off, turn it back on, and it's fine. Oh, wow. <laughs> so I, I experienced that problem a lot because I was trying to get the item finder mark on my Pokemon. So I, I, I got it like three times a day almost playing, you know, eight hours which that's geez. a pretty frequent bug. Yeah, and yeah, seriously. And I I saw somebody reply to Mr. Joe Serebi that like, "Joe, do you know about this bug?" And it was exactly what I experienced. And Joe was like, "No, I never heard of this bug." And it was like 2 or 3 days after SV came out, and I was like I messed I was like, "Joe, I got the same bug, and this is how I this is what I experienced. This is how I fixed it." And then I saw other people say they also have that bug. So, I don't know. It's not listed on here. I, maybe it's not as common as this, but I was able to not reproduce it, but like it happened multiple it times. Happened. Yeah, multiple times it's I have video footage of it happening. It's because everybody told Joe from Serebii about it and 
And not the Pokemon company. <laughs> no one went to the. No one told Garbage King what's happening over here. <laughs> so I don't. I don't know. Um, some other Scarlet and Violet news before we take a break. That they weirdly announced Hisuian Decidueye, and then they unannounced Hisuian Decidueye. I guess. <laughs> I actually knew that this was somewhat coming. Um, because I was I was talking to somebody at the Pokemon company. And they were like, we're, we want to get more people into raids and we might do some like sponsored YouTube stuff to get more people into raids. And I was like, yeah, that sounds awesome. And they're like, hey, just don't be offended that we don't offer the deal to you because your community else already knows how to do raids. And I was like, yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, I, I get it. Yeah, I totally get it. Like, well, you're at you're wasting money advertising to people that definitely know about raids. Like y'all listen to the podcast, you know about raids. Um, So I get it. So anyways. That's just like business 101, I suppose, <laughs> which you advertise to people. <laughs> it was very nice that they were transparent. But they there was a, a couple YouTubers, friend of the show, Mr. Real Breaking Nate. He does some TCG stuff. He was one of the people that ran the Isuian Decidueye ad. Um, and there was also the Clefairy ad in it. So there was uh, the Clefairy Outbreak stuff, which I do want to spend a second talking about. So Clefairy Outbreak was happening this weekend. And then... They were like Hisuian Decidueye next weekend, and they and that was cool. And I was like, oh yeah, like this this makes sense. Like this is clearly a paid product placement. It says at the top, like you know, paid product placement says in the description, like this segment was paid for by the Pokemon Company International. Awesome. Uh, and then uh, another YouTuber had it, and then you know people started posting on Twitter. So then I made the graphic. The only thing I was really waiting for was like what Terra type it was, and you just look at the picture of Decidueye, and you can see that the the leaves are coming like it's grass it's got a hat <laughs> yeah it has yeah. a hat <laughs> so i was like cool grass decidueye sweet Let's do some raid builds for it raid builds are already on youtube right now if you want to see what to build for it and then they were taken down so if you go back to those same people those same youtubers that ran the ads the decidueye is no longer there it's cut so either the whole ad is cut or the half of the ad is cut and it's only the clefairy which I mean, everyone now knows the CGI is coming and it's on Serebii and, you know, it's on Twitter and, you know, all of the sites, comicbook.com, everything reported on it. <laughs> I don't think any YouTubers messed up because all the YouTubers dropped their video at the same time on a Tuesday, right? Like, hey, mm-hmm. your embargo is probably like, I don't, I don't even remember what it was. It was either 1 p.m. or 2 p.m. on Tuesday. Your embargo is this time. You know, you can post the video anytime after that. But all these people, their videos went live at exactly two. I checked multiple. They all had like this ad deal. And then a couple hours later, the Decidueye part was cut out. So I don't know where that miscommunication is. I don't think it was the YouTuber's fault. Sounds like from the company, like either either they had the wrong date, (laughs) which would be a weird mistake to make, or they... uh, or they found something out like right afterwards or figured something out right afterwards and went, oh, never mind. We can't do that or something. You're hoping the raids aren't broken again. <laughs> well, that's sort of what, I, but like, yeah, probably not. I guess, but like, weird. May- maybe Sunday night comes around and it's, it's Hisuian Decidueye with the fire terror type. Maybe they were like, man, the, the fire type, <laughs> the terror type's wrong or the, the dates are wrong. Or maybe we actually want to do Samurott first. It seemed like, but also at the same time, why why is it such a secret like oh we an- even mm-hmm. if the argument is uh, oh we announced it too early it's already but out there at that point nobody announced it though right officially no they didn't like, no officially pokemon announce company. it but i would say if you're paying for an ad to go live at 2 p.m on 
you know, five channels or however many. I, I don't know how many channels they put it on. Mm-hmm. That's a way of announcing it. What does it matter if it's announced on a Tuesday versus a s- Sunday? Like, what? Why? I, why are we keeping it such a secret? Like, it still was surprising to people. People were still hyped and excited on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. It, it was just that that business decision. What whoever's fault that was, or whatever. That that's think it's silly to like tell. Like, you paid for the ad, and now you're telling the person to take it out. So, are you going to pay them for another ad? Like, the, I'm sure the YouTubers got their money. I will say, like. Side note, I think Pokemon paying or video game adjacent YouTubers knowing their audience are fans of Pokemon is like kind mm-hmm. of a win-win for everyone. I think everyone is just so sick of like HelloFresh or Raid Shadow Legends or yeah whatever ad. Like if I'm watching Pokemon TCG, I'm going to use Real Breaking Data as an example. If I mm-hmm. love the Pokemon trading card game, I'm I'm watching his content because I love it, and then there's a Pokemon ad by Nate for Clefairy and Hisuian Decidueye for Scarlet and Violet. I think that's a really good way to get that information out there because Nate isn't normally just going to make a video being like, this is why they didn't do it with me because I'm going to make that video because <laughs> Nate's <laughs> not going to like tell his audience, hey, Clefairy's this weekend in Scarlet and Violet. Mm-hmm. I think it's a win-win. Like, those people can make a living. They get a little money. They work with a brand they obviously like. I'm going to go on record here and say, I think Nate really likes Pokemon. He's been making Pokemon content for, like, eight-plus years. So it's really cool. So if you're listening to Pokemon, keep doing that. That's really cool. I just think why I don't... I, the pulling it was just really weird. Yeah. Why the why take it back? And he really, really hoping raids aren't broken again. <laughs> Maybe they wanted to announce it as well like together i don't know why they would pull it back at this point but like maybe they wanted to announce it together and then didn't so they were like uh, pull it back and then we're gonna like re-announce it it's just i've never seen po- the pokemon come I've, obviously i've seen niantic you know release information through youtubers and not really ever saying anything themselves on stuff but the pokemon company i've never seen them uh release stuff through other sources but not also have their own official thing happening at the same time. That would be kind of a first, I feel like, from directly from the Pokemon company. I mean, I like hosted Pokemon Day on the front page of Twitch. That was kind of like news related. Yeah, but Pokemon Day, Pokemon Day, well, Pokemon Day was well announced by the Pokemon company. Oh, right, 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 right. right. I'm saying like I've never seen it where like a, like an a YouTuber of it. announces something for the Pokemon company, and the Pokemon company doesn't also have that announcement in their own in their own way on their website or something like that like i've um, not seen that before this would be a first to my knowledge I feel like there was a uk thing where they partnered with a couple of uk youtubers to announce like one card in an upcoming set like this person announced the farfetch this person announced the synesty yes okay i but i don't okay, yes. I, but i think I, they did update the website relatively the same day but even even that, even like announcing a, an English card, the Japanese cards had already been out. So yeah, I'm talking true, about true. a brand new thing that <laughs> no one knows about. That's like true. that, that's just I've just never seen that where the Pokemon company didn't also have their own announcement paired with that. They're doing a bunch of new things with with creators, though. There have been all of the Pokemon sleep events, and when the first DLC dropped, there was an event that some creators were able to go go to in person. So there are. They are working on working with creators in different ways, at least from what I can see as someone who is just here. 
Yeah, they they definitely are working with creators. Absolutely. I just still think it's weird because I even with all of that, we all had that. We all knew about all of usually that before they, do they went. Stuff right? at the same time. Yeah, there would usually be an announcement of a new thing happening at the same time as creators, like creators going to a Pokemon Sleep event. Well, we, Pokemon Sleep, we knew about Pokemon Sleep. Same with the DLC. This is like a new thing. Hisui and Decidueye is in raids, and it's just weird that they didn't also have their own their own announcement, which they may have at the time that the creators were able to release the video, they may have already been like, Oh no, hold on. We're pulling this back. Let's tell every, like, let's tell them all. And so that's why the announcement never happened. That's why the creators took the stuff back, but it's weird. It's just weird. It's, wow. It's, it's not, it's not a super straightforward situation. Choking Steve up over there. Jeez. I'm crying. It's cause I didn't get that ad deal. It's bringing tears to my eyes. If it went live at two o'clock, for you know everyone everyone at what point were they like oh this is wrong pull it like did they 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 knew the ads were going to release at two so no one that morning like it just well there's more maybe, miscommunication i don't know that's about maybe to they overslept <laughs> yeah yeah maybe they overslept but i think uh i think a lot of the van gogh stuff we'll get to after the break was literally <laughs> a lot of miscommunication um mm. so real quick before the break though uh, this Clefairy event, I don't know if you guys have done it. It was, um, Clefairies not normally found in, um, Outbreaks will be in Outbreaks in both Kitakami and Paldea. You don't need the DLC. Uh, they will be like boosted Outbreaks and they will be more likely to have the upbeat mark, um, which is a personality mark, which normally personality marks are about a one in a hundred chance if you're just walking around catching Pokemon. And, uh, it came out. Uh, that's 7 p.m. Central Time, same time usually raids update, which is midnight UTC. And there were a lot of Clefairy outbreaks in both Kitakami and Paldea. And we found out through Serebi that the mark itself, the upbeat mark, was 5%. So instead of 1 in 100, it was a 1 in 20 chance to get on a Clefairy. So no boosted shiny odds, but outbreaks are already one of the best ways to get shiny pokemon some would argue that it makes it too easy i wouldn't argue it's fine like i we're not here to judge people's different definitions of easy or hard when it comes to shiny hunting but this should have been in the game since day one this was such a cool and fun event and i know people are like i don't like raids raids are too like they don't interest me they don't bring me back to the game seeing a bunch of clefairy everywhere and everyone hunting the same Pokemon in the same weekend is awesome. And they need to do this like once a month. And they should have been doing this once a month where we're all like. Actually, yeah, it's it's a much more independent thing in some ways, but also a much more social thing in others. Mm-hmm. Letting people do things on their own if they want. You can also go into someone else's game with the multiplayer, but Everybody wants to show off when they get the shiny Clefairy, especially if it has a mark. Mm-hmm. This seems like a cool event. I also love how they've been consistently doing Clefairy events for the moon festivals and things like that. <laughs> yeah, That's we're going to be sick cool. of it in five years. <laughs> no, it's it's not that frequent, so it's nice. Yeah, I uh, I think that it's cool that they were boosting something other than a shiny rate also. So putting an emphasis somewhere else um, is cool just because... You know, I I think everyone, not everyone, but I think there's a lot of people that are like, oh, maybe we could like hunt it 
there's a different thing to hunt for rather than just hunting for the shiny. Um, and so um, having that increase. <laughs> Falling apart um, here. Mark- <laughs> Falling apart this <laughs> podcast. Having the increased mark rate, I think, is cool. Um, I didn't, I didn't uh, do anything with it, um, but it is, I've been seeing it flooding uh, Instagram, Twitter uh, threads all weekend. So uh, that's very cool. I also like, I, I do like when Pokemon pairs things together. Like we're, we're introducing Clefairy in Pokemon Sleep and we're putting Clefairy everywhere in Scarlet and Violet. I, they, they, they do do some tie-ins with, you know, Pokemon Go and, and whatnot. So I always do like when that happens. And it seems like Scarlet and Violet is leaning more into marks, um, which is like an added. And going back to whether shinies are easy or hard, like I, I ended up getting 16 shiny Clefairy. It was my 16th one that had the mark. So that was exciting. That was also, also took like two full evening streams to do that. But I could easily see somebody going in being like, I got my first shiny Clefairy. I'm so happy. This is great. And then other people being like, I want as many as possible. And other people want, like, I want the mark, so I'm going to keep doing it. So it does add a lot of different layers to playing the game that isn't specifically... Or or somebody could just go in and catch 20 and be like, cool, I got one not shiny, but it has the mark. That's all I wanted. Uh, and that's that's great. And like Hannah said, you could join somebody else's game. Although that's a little laggy, <laughs> but <laughs> if you didn't have the Herba Mystica, you could join somebody's game, um, make a sandwich together, and then leave your game, and they can they could provide the Herba Mystic for you, and you could get the 30 minutes to hunt in your game. So I really, really hope they do more of this. I totally understand if you're not raid-focused how raids aren't bringing you back. I think this is another cool thing they could do in like my perfect Pokemon weekend world. It would be nice for... You know, like a set one seven star raid a month, one like Blissey, Slither Wings, whatever, like not that important raids, but something new. Uh, and then like one of these outbreaks a month. Yeah, I I do like that there is less need for preparation for something like this, right? I mean, I, I definitely could see and have felt like with a raid being like okay hold on now i gotta go and <laughs> luckily you, like we there's people like you who are like here's a raid build and so it's like okay like i can go and at least see what steve says to build but there still is that preparation of mm-hmm. building a pokemon and if you're not playing that often it might not be as easy to build that pokemon or or whatever so with something like this it's just another fun event but it doesn't need you know time to prepare something beforehand you can kind of just jump into it and and have a good time yeah, and with the huge outbreaks like this, it's a little bit different from, I mean, I already said it, but you want to share the shiny you've caught, or you want mm-hmm. to share the shiny with the mark when it's this kind of a v- event, and that's super exciting. You don't necessarily want to share a raid boss you've caught. Like, you have it. <laughs> you could. But you don't need to share a picture of it. <laughs> I think, I think though, to your point, Hannah, which is 100% right, I think if you, you, you're on social media in some form and you're seeing, like, Oh, so and so got a bombardier. Bobby got a cloth. Like that's just like normal people sharing shinies. But if if you're going into a weekend of like everyone is getting shiny Clefairy, that is oh, like yeah. really good. That's like a community day, right? Right. It, it's the closest to a community day mm-hmm. that in a main series game that really 
like I loved it. I I dropped everything. What I I didn't. Th- I had low expectations, as some people should for Scarlet and Violet. But this was genuinely one of the best things they have done in a long time. And I, you know, I love Seven Star Raids too. And if it wasn't for Seven Star Raids and it wasn't for some other stuff of Scarlet and Violet, I would have probably stopped playing it. But now, like, I'm hoping that this is like a week, uh, not a weekly. Well, well, whatever you want to do a weekly, that's fine. I'm hoping that this is a monthly thing that they do. I am also curious with the Indigo Disc coming, um, whether the starters will be featured in these outbreaks. They did say we could catch the starters, but they didn't say how we could catch the starters. So if they're doing like this weekend is Charmander outbreaks. That would take so long. That would, but they... they... It would take so long, could especially if it's once a month. Weekly, could be weekly. Could be. Could be like Steve. Could, could we were doing Charmander this week? Weekly. But uh, look, if there's something that could bring people back, Charmander outbreak. Yeah. I mean, this <laughs> really is the closest they have to community days. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it seems to be working. Look, you want the five Tedpig fans in the world to buy your video game? Tedpig Outbreak. They'll do it in a heartbeat. $60 done. This is how they're going to sell more. Gosh, I'm, there's so many little things in news. Finally, again, before we go to the break, there is the Scarlet and Violet collection with the DLC coming out November 3rd. That does not mean the Indigo Disc is coming out November 3rd. I don't know what that means. Uh, well, I do know what that means. It means we need to get a physical product on the shelf before Black Friday, which is, I think, oh, what we yeah. said last week. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to have it. Yep. Who knows if it's going to have the second DLC? So um, I think we know that the second DLC won't actually be on the cartridge. Yeah. So whether the DLC comes out November 3rd or November 1st or November 20th, it will need to be updated. So that's really unfortunate for people who, I don't know, bought the double pack and live out in the woods and had no intention of connecting to the internet because the only thing on that is the teal mask until you actually connect to the internet when the DLC comes out. So I get it, though. I get it from a manufacturing standpoint of we're making all these carts. They need to be out. We can only put them on a boat or ship them or put them on a plane to get them to countries before this day. If we have them sitting in a warehouse any longer, that's going to cost us X dollars a day and it's just not worth it. So we're this is the day we're releasing it to optimize our our revenue. I, I get it. Um, you want it before Black Friday. But to the people who... Very few of them have zero internet and have no plans of connecting to the internet. Uh, it does suck buying a quote-unquote finalized product that isn't there. Finalized. Yeah. Yeah. Um, did Sword and Shield have a DLC version of a physical yep. copy that had both? Yeah. And it had both had it both did. on there? Yep. Yeah, it came out. Because like the f- two second one Black came Friday. out October 22nd of that year, I believe, right? So then if they could... So that worked out well because they can still looking, get it in before Black Friday. Looking the at the full. photos of this one for Scarlet and Violet, though, it does just straight up say additional download required on right. the box. Yeah. So that's at least helpful. Um, yeah. Right. They're being upfront about it. They're trying to be very clear about it. 
Yeah, this wouldn't be a problem if they just released the first one in the summer like they were supposed to. <laughs> yeah, I think, uh, I think it was probably supposed to be summer, November, uh, and we got <laughs> September, maybe still November, December. I, I I still think they'll probably try to aim for the, the, the November. I still think they'll probably try to aim for that week before Black Friday. Mm-hmm. I think the other thing that maybe this confirms, I don't know why. Well, I do. Okay, so let's rewind back to Sword and Shield. Where people were like, can't wait for the third DLC to finish adding the rest of the Pokemon. And that never happened. And they also put out a final version called the DLC Double Pack with both the (laughs) DLCs. I don't think there's going to be a third version of Scarlet and Violet. I don't think there's going to be in a year. Well, here's another physical version with the third DLC. (laughs) They're going to finish it up. They're going to move past it. Yeah. And yeah. even 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 if like I don't I don't even want a third version. Just like even for the people that still believe that Kalos is right there. We're going to Kalos. It's right there. Third version of the DLC going to take us to Ka- third version's going to add mega pokemon. Even if you want that, I get why you want that. I under I feel you Kalos fanboys. I'm with you. I love Everything about X and Y minus the story. <laughs> I would also <laughs> like to go back to Kalos. I don't want to go back to Kalos at 14 frames a second on the <laughs> Scarlet and Violet engine. I would like to explore that again, maybe at least a solid 30. Like, it's fine. We don't need a third DLC. It's okay. The Kalos stream will eventually come in two, four, six years. I don't know. Maybe, yeah. who knows? Black and white probably first. Six years away, probably. I would guess. At well, least. like, I think it. I think you, 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 you the ship has sailed. Just finish this Not DLC. Do your your outbreaks. Do your raid events for the next year or two. Work on Gen Ten. Just start over. <laughs> I don't know, like the raid events for the next year or two. When you say that, I get a little bit like, uh, that makes me a little tired. Like I. The raid events in Sword and Shield worked really well, and or like not events, but like just the way that the, the raids worked in Sword and Shield really worked well for repeatability. Um, I'm not like, and I mean, I'm not like, I'm not someone who doesn't typically play Pokemon games or anything, but like raiding in Scarlet and Violet is not, I don't know, it's just not the greatest. Like, I can't, I just can't picture myself doing that for two more years. I don't know. Maybe just, it's just me. I just but. don't see a magical 30 FPS patch. No, 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 no. I'm not <laughs> yeah, even saying no. that. I'm just saying I also can't see myself raiding in Scarlet and Violet for two years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I hope there's a bunch of stuff to do in the Teal Mask. I hope it's twice, three times bigger than, or sorry, the Indigo Disc, mm-hmm. then the yeah. Teal Mask. Um, I, I'm I'm okay with them saying like we could either put two more months into Scarlet and Violet and fix it, or we could put those two more months into Gen Ten or whatever. And I whatever's would, coming next, I would rather have whatever's coming next. I'm I'm okay. Yeah. I would yeah. rather have whatever's coming next be better. Yes, yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. the important part. <laughs> and if you gotta a, like, say that part. If there's a small <laughs> silver lining, hopefully that this was the okay. We bit off more than we could chew. We learn from our mistakes. Not going to happen again. And they've I mentioned mean, it. And it's still yeah. a good game, but I am hoping they've learned from some of the feedback they've gotten. Yeah. I mean, it, 
I'll give them the benefit of, and it's been said before, we've said it before, but like first open world game that they've done, like it's different than what they've done before. And it wasn't. I heard there's the most trainers ever in this game too. (laughs) Maybe that's the problem, right? Maybe they were like, we're doing open world, 300 trainers. They was like, we should have just done one or the other. There's 300 trainers with no open world or open world with no trainers. The next update just removes all the trainers. The frame rate runs better. (laughs) Everything is fixed. Uh You don't need them. They're not providing anything of value. There were like nine trainers in Legends Arceus. That game ran a lot better. I loved that game. I would take that trade off. Yep. (laughs) Same. Can I go into the eShop and pay like $4.99? (laughs) <laughs> turn off trainers <laughs> but to boost my frame rate i will pay it i pay 25 dollars in sleep i will pay five dollars for better frame rate i want less gameplay <laughs> please <laughs> uh all right uh let's take a break when we come back uh we're gonna talk about the van gogh stuff which i think is m- the mo- most of the segments so we will be right back This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for building your brand, standing out online, and doing whatever you need to do. Squarespace makes it easy to create a beautiful website, makes it easy to engage with your audience, and makes it easy to sell your products. This podcast, the one you're listening to right now, hosted on Squarespace for, I think, over like 10 years now, and it's been fantastic. So if you want to start a podcast... You could use Squarespace for that. If you wanted to sell stuff, maybe move from Etsy to your own online shop, Squarespace has that too. They have a whole store that you can do. Obviously, with the podcast, we post those episodes there, uh, but you could post your blogs or writing or anything else. Squarespace also gives you the ability to make your website flexible with all of their templates. It makes it really easy to build, host, do all that website stuff, even if you're not super tech savvy. A ton of extensions, analytics, blogging tools, all of that stuff. And if you're interested in that, you, listener, can go over to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch your website, you can go to squarespace.com slash P-K-M-N-C-A-S-T to save 10% off your first purchase of website or domain. That's it. Super easy. Uh, If you want to see our website, uh, it's just pokemonpodcast.com. But if you want your own website... And you're ready to go, squarespace.com slash P-K-M-N-C-A-S-T to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. And, you know, it supports our show. This podcast is brought to you by Patreon. If you would like ad-free episodes of the show or bonus episodes of the podcast, you can head over to patreon.com slash P-K-M-N-C-A-S-T to support the show and get a bunch of other bonus rewards to go along with that. We just put out an episode that compared the London GoFest to the Osaka GoFest to the New York GoFest. If you want to hear myself, Hannah, and special guest Tone, talk about all of that you can get that episode by going over to patreon.com slash p-k-m-n-c-a-s-t to hear that episode and to hear a bunch of old premium episodes that we have and that will get you ad free episodes going forward so you don't have to worry about hearing this ad or future ads and you get to support the show so that's great 
you'd like to join the Slack, if you like ad-free episodes, if you like bonus episodes, if you want stickers or mail, if you like getting physical mail. Once again, you can head over to patreon.com slash pkmncast to support the show. Otherwise, we hope you enjoy the rest of this episode. And we are back from our break. Well, before we get to the Van Gogh stuff, which is sad in its own way, we got some sad news, which is the Pokemon trading card game Dex is sunsetting, which if you've listened to the show, I couldn't stand this app. (laughs) I think the last time we talked about this app, Bobby was on and Bobby had alternatives, but at 10 a.m. on September 20th, the... Oh, it's gone. Uh, well, <laughs> <laughs> 10 days ago. Oh. Oops. Well... They gave, people two, they gave people a two-week notice. Not that you could do anything with any of that information. Um, but the trading card game will, app will be removed from the App Store and Google Play Store. The TCG card decks allowed players to scan their card to document their collection. My problem with this is there was no way to save anything. No mm-hmm. cloud save, no local save, no account save. Most apps, you could, heck, link your Facebook and Facebook will save your stuff. <laughs> Maybe not the, the best way to do it, but still a way to... I think Pokemon Go still uses Facebook as a possible login. It is one mm-hmm. login method, uh, yes. If I was to buy... If, if I was to bought an iPhone 15, which I did not, and I wanted to move from my 14 to my 15. Literally, I lose everything. There's nothing I could do to remember what I scanned. So I don't and know then why. Your job would be to scan all of your Pokemon cards again. Yeah. <laughs> That's awful. And they have so many games where you can do that, right? Like, how many of their games, even, okay, I, I did buy a new iPhone and I had to transfer uh, some stuff from my 14 to the 15. And. I was able to transfer Pokemon Smile data for <laughs> teeth cleaning because both of my kids play use my phone to play Pokemon Smile. And I was able to transfer all their Pokemon that they've caught over to the new phone because they just have that like transfer data button. It gives you the, like, the code and the um, key. And then you just okay. put that data into the new into the app on the other phone and it just transfers it right over. I don't know how they didn't just do that for this app. <laughs> the app? looked visually good mm-hmm. yeah it was a great looking app it just had no settings or anything to yeah. remember your collection i don't it's and it, it wasn't that old right no no it wasn't mm-hmm. that old maybe i think it came out end of sun and moon start of sword and shield maybe yeah but if 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 your camera is scanning the card and the card is in the database and it's adding the image to your collection. How is there just not even a simple export a TXT file to generate a code to then, like Pokemon Smile, Mm -hmm. enter the code to be like, yep, here is a two kilobyte file remembering your collection and popping (laughs) it back up again. Yep. Who did they hire slash pay? Who worked on this app? Why? 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 I think this? that's the problem is no one did work. And then every time a set came out, they just had to hit like upload new set. We're good. Nobody has to actually work on this app or update it or it do anything. It visually looked so great. Yeah. Yeah. That's... But why sunset it? Make it better. <laughs> when but the lack maybe, of one feature like, is what kills the app. Yeah. I mean, 
the alternatives are, I mean, I do use an alternative app that is very, very good. And they actually just added a scan feature if you do want to scan your cards. But like, and I know a couple other apps that are also very, very good. So they should just like buy those people's apps or something. Yeah. I don't know, like do something so that you have your own official app. But um, the alternatives that I use, like I pay for an app. That's how good the app is. I actually pay a subscription for this app so that I can. um, You have to justify here, Bobby. I just paid $25 Pokemon Sleep. Yeah, true. <laughs> we're in a safe place true, right true. now. I am awake. I am awake while I use the <laughs> majority of the time I use that. Um, but you know, like uh, there are good alternatives, and it is unfortunate that they don't have an official app. Um, well, that they, they did, but it's unfortunate that that's gone away, um, and that there was never a way to save anything on it because it's so on every other app they have, they have a way to save things. So even as a very casual collector, I was tempted to use that app but without any sort of transfer or save or anything kind of ruined it. It kind of killed the whole app. Yeah. yeah. I mean, as a card collector, we do a lot of like having to redo things, whether that's rearrange a binder (laughs) or rearrange it. So like maybe they were just going with the spirit of like, "Ah, all these people are used to like redoing things all the time anyways. Who cares? If, If somebody internally was like, man, this app is not getting any downloads. Let's just sunset it. We are. I hope you know why it wasn't getting downloads because it was lacking the most critical feature to adding a collection somewhere. Like that's it. That's all it was missing. I'm. I'm. I'm <laughs> Jeez, you charge people. This company charges people to move more than like three shinies from Pokemon Go to Pokemon Home a week. Oh, you you don't act like you or you're high and mighty and you don't want to charge people to export their card collection just charge me 99 cents then if you want me to move my card <laughs> anything please mm-hmm. like true. you know your audience will pay for it <laughs> don't give them that idea <laughs> <laughs> yeah maybe they're just gonna Paying come back with a subscription transfer from phone to phone that's a little different <laughs> yeah but something <laughs> $25 a year every six months now to keep your card collection. I feel like there must be some internal turmoil happening. Everything card related at this company. TCGO shutting down and then going to TCG Live is has not been a smooth experience or mm-hmm. an enjoyable experience to their customers. Mm-mm. This getting shut down, really not that big of a deal. Although like it has one of the easiest fixes. It ever. would have been a big deal if it had I that used. one feature. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then we, that takes us to the Van Gogh stuff, which uh, last week we talked about the $400 um, TCG Live, or sorry, TCG Classic, I think it's mm-hmm. called. $400. Mm-hmm. It was at Pokemon Center. Um I'm assuming scalpers bought it. Some scalpers bought it because then it went up on eBay and they were like, buy it now for $700. But it didn't look like they were moving. And I think Bobby can also verify they were not moving because you can find these way cheaper elsewhere. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't want them way cheaper, but they are already, before even coming out, I've seen them for 10% less at smaller retailers. And 
that typically turns into even deeper discounts when the things do come out. Like that's kind of been the pattern for this era of cards, like starting at the beginning of the year with the I'll tell you Scarlet where it started. Base. It started before that. It started with that Charizard premium collection. Yes, it did. That is yes, what started it, it all. People put bought those Charizard collections, put them on eBay for like five times the price. They didn't mm-hmm. move. People were so panicky that they weren't going to get it. And then you could walk into a Target and the entire aisle was littered with them at a discount. And Target yep. normally doesn't discount ETBs or boxes. They yep. couldn't get rid of these Charizard ETBs, which They're on one there. hand... They're still there. there. (laughs) Almost a year (laughs) later, they still can't get rid of all the product of those Charizard UPCs. On one hand, that is fantastic Mm -hmm. for somebody who wants to walk in and get a Charizard. And it it screwed over a lot of card shops who expected Mm -hmm. to move these. It it ruined it, or not ruined, but I'm sure the scalpers ate that cost because they couldn't move them. There's it so it even so it actually goes back a little bit further than that because it all actually starts with how hard it was to get the collection box collection box for celebrations the 25th 25. anniversary yeah. set because that was so hard to come by everyone thought the next collection box being Charizard related was going to be just as hard as the celebrations one was except in that time frame Pokemon was probably like oh we need to make this easier for people to get. So we're going to print and make way more of them. And so they don't don't make anything on the secondary market. So they can just get more money by making more. Exactly. Well, and then, so what happened was like you said, everyone thought they were going to be hard to get. So even those smaller shops started actually pricing them higher on pre-order and customers started buying them from those smaller shops at a higher price. So you were seeing people buy a collection box at $250, $250, for something that was 120 and then when it when they realized there were so many of them those card shops kind of had to apologize to their customers because it looked like they price gouged them and it's like they they're not like scalper they don't want to be the people because those customers will just walk away and go to target best buy and be like i can just buy this for the normal price or a discounted price and so it really kind of hit everyone kind of got affected in some way by those charizard upcs yeah. which again are still available at discounted prices everywhere so before this show bobby sent me a couple links of the tcg classic being 360 at Mm -hmm. just local places yep like i think you also have a problem with these bigger sets that they just take up a lot of space and like if you're a small card shop or even if you're a target you don't want a bunch of unsold product just sitting around taking up space Mm mm-hmm that is a good sign to a consumer being like, I want this, but it's too expensive. That's a bad sign for a scalper, which is a good sign for everyone else. Um, <laughs> but it doesn't look like they're moving on eBay. And if they're already discounted to 360 pre-order, I still think that's too much. Mm-hmm. I, I, I may be around 200, 250. I feel like I would pull the trigger, but I'm waiting this one out. And I, if you're listening to the show, you should too. Like, obviously, yeah. 400 I think, is a lot for people. It's your own money. Spend it your way. But um, you can find it cheaper literally right now. You, you can find local card shops or um, if you're in the Slack, I'm sure Bobby will give you the link. But, like, you can find them for yeah. 360-ish plus tax. Yeah. And um, they'll get lower. Like, that's the thing. That's the, that's the pattern with all of this is that it starts off at a price. 
And if the local card shops are starting to sell it at a lower price, you have to kind of watch it a little bit. But like as it gets closer to November, if you start to see that kind of just stay at that or get a little bit lower, then what's going to happen is the big box stores like GameStops and Targets and things, they have to start to decide whether they want to start discounting because like people start waiting things out. And then when people start waiting things out, the product is there ready to go, but people are now waiting it out. So people want to move it. And so then the discounts come in a little bit and it just kind of all snowballs. Um, so I would definitely say, I mean, again, I think that the secondary market, like eBay seeing no movement on these things for more than 400 shows, like people are like, uh, it's it really would. nice. It looks really nice, but it's base set again. <laughs> which we've seen nine times and it's not and playable all cards. proxy cards it's you know and um i did like the the comparison to like a really nice chess set last week that you guys were talking about i, I totally i like i agree with that like idea where it's almost like a really nice chess set which i would say people who have a really nice chess set in their home or whatever it can be playable but it's also there for like display purposes and it's more of kind of like you know, and I kind of see this as that to some extent. I don't know how much TCG collectors in a lot of ways are looking for something like that. I think there is a small percentage that might, but I think for the most part, that's not really where people are trying to go when spending their money on cards. Um, but I, 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 do, I do think you'll see some people, obviously, who want that. You did. I mean, it's already sold out in a lot of ways, and who knows if that's a lot of scalpers or not. But the fact that you're just already seeing it discounted other places is a little bit uh telling for what's maybe to come yeah it was priced as luxury it was introduced as luxury it may not be marketed very well as luxury <laughs> um but it's definitely not being accepted in the way they wanted it to be i think mm -hmm. people aren't think, quite as interested in it i think as you're they spot expected. on yep i yep. think uh i think this is it this this was out of a lot of people's normal pokemon price range uh, oh yeah <laughs> they were hoping for the they were hoping for that big three tax and just people being like charizard blastoise venusaur gotta get the set yeah yeah gotta, you know it's the it's the old charizard blastoise venusaur and i don't think it hit in the same way that maybe maybe we're wrong i mean they again they are sold out on pokemon yeah. right like but yeah I mean, the, I think I think if you know. you're if you're uh you know if you're a smaller shop, and I remember I remember walking into my local game store, card game store, and looking up on the wall behind them, and they had the Pokemon 25 anniversary collection that was supposed to be 120, and they had it priced at 460. Uh, you know, I moved. I ended up moving out of Milwaukee a month later, so I actually don't know. It was there a whole month, so I don't know if it how when it sold or if they discounted afterwards. But the reason that these card shops can sell them for three sixty and not four hundred is because they buy bulk. So mm. they might have bought twenty or forty or sixty of them, and they probably bought them at two fifty or three hundred dollars. So they're still making a profit. But if they're already discounting them, it's, it means that no one's pre-ordering them. It means that now they, they're panicking that they're not moving these units. And once they come in, and if people aren't picking them up that day, they're sitting somewhere, probably mm -hmm. in the back where you don't want them sitting. Yeah. And I think the problem now, especially with the smaller stores, is that the regular sets aren't selling for the prices that you know, the prices went up in the Scarlet Violet era. 
and MSRP on a booster box is $160 for a regular set. There is not a smaller shop that I've shopped at that sells you a booster box for $160. It is 110 is the highest I've paid for a booster box from a smaller shop. And I know there are some that do still sell them at a higher price, but the distributors increased the prices on these items when the when the MSRP went up. So these shops are making less money on their the products that they're selling, they're still selling them at the price they were selling these things at last year, but they had to pay more for these items. Mm-hmm. So I think that in itself is making things tougher. And then when you have a a special set like the classic thing coming out and they're going to be like, we need to see these moving quickly or, you know, or we're going to be going to have to discount them a little bit because they don't want to lose money on, they don't want to lose money on those on top of what everything else is going through. So Pokemon announced a partnership with uh van gogh with the museum the museum the museum you know uh, they've been working on it for 170 years (laughs) (laughs) the man has cut off his own ear and he's still putting out artwork he's still making business deals this was uh i think this was a pretty well-kept secret it kind of just announced and it was like hey you know you're going to be able to buy tickets to go to this museum here's some of the stuff but man, the communication around this was insanely bad. When this promotion went live, uh, you could, they announced it the day before, and they said this exhibit is opening in Amsterdam. It's only in Amsterdam, and it's opening tomorrow, ultimately. Starting tomorrow, starting tonight, you can go on to the, what, what is the museum called? Van Gogh Museum. Oh, it is just the Van Gogh Museum nl or dot com or something it's like like their 50th anniversary the pikachu part of this museum is pretty tiny it's like two floors you can already see one of the floors in the pictures that are are shown and then there is like exhibit stuff for like children to like paint and stuff but they do that anyways when it's not pokemon they just made it pokemon themed so they said you can buy tickets tonight it will run until january 7th i believe or january 8th something like that and um you will have to do the, this little scavenger hunt. And when you get do the scavenger hunt, you will get this Pikachu painted like the self-portrait with gray felt hat is what it's called. It's Vincent Van Gogh's self-portrait with gray hat. So you do the little scavenger hunt. You get the card. There will be some merchandise at the museum, including the plush, a tote bag, uh, what looks to be like a little statue slash bookend, and then some posters. You just have to buy general emission, which was 2,000 euros. Wait, whoa, 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 what? 20? Oh, 20, 20 oh, sorry, 20 euros. Or no, <laughs> not what yen. A, what a, what a, yeah, not yen, sorry. I'm the thing, I'm like, I got yen and yuan on my brain because I'm I like, like, I didn't count, see those prices. I'm like counting yuan right now because I'm about to get on a flight to Korea. It's, it's ultimately like $24 USD yeah. to get a ticket to the museum. Jeez, I'm losing my mind this episode. <laughs> This to me was very similar to the fossil experience I went to in Japan. I I booked a three-hour train ride from Tokyo to the middle of nowhere. I climbed a half-hour mountain, and then I went to a museum, and it was cool. And at the very end of the museum, they had a bunch of Pokemon fossils, and then they gave you a little ticket, and you could cash in the ticket to then purchase the fossil Pikachu plushie. There's a bunch of other fossil merchandise, but they were really strict. One plushie per person, but if they had like fossil Pokemon bandanas, you can grab as many as you want, whatever. 
Um, and that gift shop was different than the other gift shop. There's a long line of people to get in the gift shop. Everyone, of course, we were in Japan, so they know they love lines in Japan. They absolutely love them. <laughs> Favorite pastime in Japan is standing in a line. Very good at it there. So I would assume this would be the same instance. Uh, I've never been to Amsterdam, so I heard of this event. I was like, man, I think this would be cool content. Also, I'm addicted to collecting Pikachu plushes. Also, that card looks tight. I like Van Gogh. I think Van Gogh's a really cool artist. I don't know about you guys. Mm-hmm. I like Van Gogh's stuff. I think it's great. Never been to Amsterdam. And I told my Twitch chat because I was live at the time on Twitch. I was like, if I could get like an maybe an $800 round trip flight to Amsterdam, I'd pull the trigger. That sounds awesome. That ain't going to happen. Lo and behold, the first <laughs> Google search was $820 to Amsterdam. And I was like, hmm. Round trip, direct. Amazing. The, ama- direct. Everyone everyone was like, nice. that is an amazing deal overseas, Minneapolis to Amsterdam. You should, you should take it. And I was like, you know what? It's Delta. Uh, if I book it and I don't like it, I'll just get the $800 back in e-credit. I'm going to be flying next year anyways. I, it's not going to go to waste. Um, so I booked it. I literally booked a trip to Amsterdam to go to this museum i was like i want the pikachu card i want the pikachu i think i could make a youtube video out of this maybe recoup some of the 800 dollars cost i'm telling you right now my youtube videos do not make 800 dollars. that's fine um but i thought it would be a cool experience to go to amsterdam for like four days go to bed that night wake up oh sorry before going to bed if you went to van gogh's website the van gogh museum website it specifically said on the website the card will only be at this museum. The select mer- merchandise will only be at this museum. Some select merchandise will be on Van Gogh's online museum shop. And then some merchandise will be on PokemonCenter.com. Their website, in the yellow and black text that they use, said the only place to get the card here. And then Joe Serebi, who did get invited out to the museum early to preview it, said they told him that the card would be on PokemonCenter.com. And that was 100% conflicting with the Van Gogh's actual website who are selling tickets to this event. Well, so yeah. I, so I there- then found the press release, uh, and I read through the press release, and the press release also said, card will be available on Pokemon.com with a purchase of a Van Gogh item. And it said any Van Gogh item. And then Pokemon Center that night, PokemonCenter.com that night, Updated with a Van Gogh banner saying coming soon. That was not clickable. And I woke up the next. So I was like, okay, well, that kind of sucks. Maybe I don't want to go to Amsterdam because if I can just get the card in the Pikachu Plus off Pokemon Center. I, you know, Joe, I did talk to Joe that that morning and Joe was like, you know, it is really tiny. But, you know, he also said that's a good price. Eight hundred dollars. Maybe you should keep it. So, <laughs> so I go to bed, I wake up. It was, it was like the worst news in the entire world. It was people pushing each other, TikTok videos of, of people just grabbing, like, you, I don't know how else to describe it. It was, it, I, I, how else do you paint that this whole first day of the event was a nightmare situation? Mm-hmm. It was like Black Friday in a museum. Yeah, exactly. Like, just think about those videos you've seen where like the extreme, Videos of the of the day after Thanksgiving shopping stuff. It was that in a museum, which is and it was it was awful. pictures of people getting thirty of these cards. It was articles about eBay prices already going up. It was 
It was that people weren't even doing the scavenger hunt. People were grabbing like the they they had to shut it down. And so there's like a couple things going through my mind. Number one, how were they not prepared for this? How was there not maybe like museums have security guards? If there's any place in the world that has security guards, it's a museum. <laughs> and the Van Gogh Museum. And I know some museums' security guards are, like, 400 years old. I understand that that's, like, a reality. (laughs) But even even in, like, a Black Friday situation, which we've all seen videos of Black Friday. That's a really good analogy, by the way. We've all seen videos of Black Friday of people pushing for, like, Tickle Me Elmo or Furby or whatever. Like, there is still a control. There are still some stores. Not every store in the entire world had those instances of Black Friday, right? It's not every Best Buy. It's not every Target. Mm-hmm. You you still have stores that are like, everyone get in a line. No one's moving forward until we get a line here. We're letting three people in the store. We're waiting until three people get out. We're letting three more people in the store. Very, like, orderly fashion, right? We have enough cards for everyone. Just get in a line. And And I do partially blame the museum for not having some sort of control of like security guards <laughs> obviously i blame all the people pushing because that's gross and outrageous but then i also blame the pokemon company for there is no way that they've done this so many times again i don't know if it's japan offices or uk offices or or, or, or the american offices but anytime they attach a card to something this happens mm-hmm. like if they were just like no cards just plushies this wouldn't have happened it's well, specifically the cards that like drive these scalpers um or just resellers in general it is but i think for okay for one i really wouldn't i can't really put a whole lot of blame on the museum because i guarantee you in the 50 years that the van gogh museum has been <laughs> open there's never been anything to drive this many people at one time to a gift shop you to know, do what happened when your work to, is 180 years old the thing yeah, the items that are Pokemon in that museum, for not communicating to them yeah. that this could happen. Yeah, and you're right. More Pokemon blame. Yes. I mean, the items in that museum are worth so much more than anything in that gift shop, right? Like <laughs> it like and so part of me also wonders how long that actually went on, right? We saw yeah. the clips, we saw the videos, but like did it go on for five minutes and then it was kind of cleared up because they were like, Oh, this is actually is not how we want this to go, and they did shut it down quickly. Where was that gift shop in relation to like the rest of the museum? Like you said, with the uh, fossil museum, like it was a separate gift shop from like the museum's regular gift shop, right? You said yes. it was actually separate. So where was this in relation to anything it else? It was with in their the museum? main gift shop. They have now moved oh, really? Pokemon gift shop to another location in yeah. the museum. Yeah. I mean, that makes sense. But I mean, so again, like I, I, re- I can't even begin to really blame the museum. But the Pokemon company, for sure. I mean, most of all the people that right, right, like, right, right. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. the yeah. biggest. It, if you I know, wanted, people to should not physically like throw that. up watching these videos. Yeah. It was, it was so awful, and I feel and I, so there was bad a lot for of, families or the museum employees or just everyone yeah. involved, except for the like. It just the the people that are like money, 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 money. I'm only here because I, I. This is this is my job is to buy this get this free item and then sell it for four hundred dollars yeah but also i've seen a lot of people saying you know the pokemon community again and no it's not the pokemon community community. it is but it's not even it's not even that 
this is not like just the Pokemon community. Like again, look at the day after Thanksgiving videos. Like it's not the same thing, but it's the same actions. Like it is people in general. There are people who will act this way and that's a problem. And we need to be better than that as a people in general, not like as just a Pokemon community or whatever. That but said, like, it's also a scalping thing. Yes. And that is the thing that comes with this hobby, with this topic. This, with this, this happened, along with any other card yes. collect any anything that really you can collect on. Yeah. And, you know, it does come with that, but I just don't it's not Pokemon community specific. No, like I don't is, even know how many people a, are Pokemon is, fans. It's like not a Pokemon you know? fan or Pokemon community issue. This is this is a scalping issue. We saw this with amiibos. We we saw this with baseball cards. Baseball cards mm-hmm. are still in a terrible position right now. Like they are still yeah. like way worse than Pokemon cards. Like Pokemon cards, like what we said with the Charizard collection box earlier in the show, like it did die down. It's mm-hmm. not it's never going it, to be solved. There will still be products that yeah. will be more sought after than others. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you're seeing that right now, actually, with uh, 151. Can't get it anywhere right now. It's finally the first time where this has happened. Uh, yeah, but probably bad not- timing for the release of this card at the same time where things are you know big what would you say uh 151 is not fully released yet like there's still some boxes that come out next week Mm -hmm. october 6th yeah but i mean a big chunk of like you know stuff has been released and is unavailable everywhere but anyways um so second to the people being you know like should knack that way yeah the pokemon company can control certain aspects of this you know be it like how they release it, the communication around, you know, what they're saying and everything, especially with what you were saying, Steve, with uh, the Van Gogh Museum having information about there was a point in the day when people figured out that the Pokemon Center would also have the Pikachu card. But the wording around what was said earlier then made it seem like, oh, it sounds like maybe there's a different set of cards at the museum that are going to be exclusive to that. And it wasn't, like you said, it wasn't until Serebi where he posted a thing saying, hey, no, it's exactly the same card. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When that was the first time people got re- a realization that it's the same card that online as it is at the museum. And this is you why um, is coming next week. And <laughs> Very important. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So no communication from the Pokemon company on really how any of it was going to work. Um, well, this goes back to the Decidueye thing, too. How does the museum have a very detailed F- FAQ page mm-hmm. specifically about this Pokemon event that they start selling tickets for that night I because I bought my tickets that night? Mm-hmm. And then how does the Pokemon company put out its own press release that goes out to IGN, Serebii, I get the press release, and it says it's, it's complete opposites. Mm-hmm. There will only be cards here. There will be cards with a Pokemon Center purchase. There are communication issues. Yeah, but huge. That's just issues. they're saying so, different things to different people. Mm-hmm. The cards go up on eBay, and on average, I I I, I do like roll my eyes at TikTok reporting news outlets or or like uh, not. I'm going to say Nintendo Life, but not Nintendo Life, but like sites like Nintendo Life that they're like these cards are selling for seven hundred dollars. No, when it says mm-hmm. buy it now, that doesn't mean that it actually sold. That's what they want. The, the, the Gyarados Gold Skateboard was still $8,000 by it now. It never sold. It's been three weeks now. No <laughs> one paid $8,000 for Gold Gyarados. I'm sorry, Gyarados. Charizard did sell more than you. 
we did see listings sell. There are websites you can go to that are not eBay that scans eBay and shows you what the final prices were. The average price was between $200 to $400, a lot of $250, a lot of $300. There were only two cards I saw that day after about 12 hours that sold for $800 each. I don't think those were genuine buyers. I think what will happen, this is another thing about eBay that maybe you don't know if you don't know eBay and you only just see somebody say like, they're going for $800 on eBay and you're like, that's crazy, is... That when a new product comes out like this and there's no actual, what is this going to be ended? What What is the price of this? Like if they announce a new Charizard for three months ago, in three months in the future, you're like, how where's this Charizard going to fall? Is this a $100 Charizard? Is this an $800 Charizard? Is this a $500 Charizard? What you will do is you will have people bid on each other's stuff to artificially drive the price up. So when you do look and you go, oh, this one sold for 700 so I must be getting... 400 for a deal but maybe mm-hmm. i'm willing to buy 500 because it's still under 700 they are inflating the ebay market to make it look like these cards should be at the 700 800 price range but in reality no one was actually buying it at that price sure it's They're just sold. setting the bar as high as they can right yes yes mm-hmm. so when you see two sell for 700 but then you see 20 not even break 400 something's off mm-hmm and so day one of the museum, a bunch of these cards go on eBay. Some of them are selling for up to 400, but mostly like 300 ish. And then day two of the museum, everything is mostly back to normal now. They said that they moved the gift shop. You're not getting the card with the scavenger hunt anymore. You are getting the card when you leave the museum. When you go out the door, they will hand you your one card. The gift shop now is you can only buy one of each item in the gift shop. And from the communication I read, this is me with my fingers crossed, not canceling my Amsterdam ticket, that you should be able to go. You should be able to enjoy the museum. As of this podcast, it's been two days since that incident. So everything seems normal. You should be able to go into the gift shop, buy one poster, buy one plush, get your card on the way out. It should be fine, which is perfect. That's what it should have been to begin with. (laughs) Mm-hmm. And the exhibit's open for three more months. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they did say in the, if it, I don't know if it was on the Van, yeah, I think it was on the Van Gogh website. They did say though that the card is only available as long as they're available. So like they did not guarantee that if you go in January or December that you would be able to get the promo card because they did say those will those will only be available until they're until they're out. Um, which this leads to the second problem, which is. They said that they were coming soon on Pokemon Center. They really stretched the word coming soon because it was coming soon for a long time. So the... the, the a long time being just a long day. Right. I was going to say it was like 12. It was like 12 hours. A long day with much anticipation, which yeah, turns so, into a long time. Well, it was... Okay. Because it was two days, right? Well, like, it, was, but, it, was, it was Wednesday night where the banner went up on PokemonCenter.com. The Van Gogh banner mm-hmm. went up on PokemonCenter.com. And then on Thursday morning, I woke up at 10 because usually Pokemon things drop at 10. Nothing mm-hmm. dropped. I then checked again at 11. Nothing dropped. Nothing happened that all day, all day on Thursday. And then around uh, 3 o'clock, oh, the yeah. banner changed from Van Gogh no, no. to Van Gogh coming soon. Hold on. No, things did happen on Thursday. And yes, it was the a backdoor mess. things. Yeah. 
There was yeah. no announcement, but there was availability of things on Thursday. There was availability that shouldn't happen on Thursday. So they were yeah. adding stuff to the store. I don't know if Pokemon Center uses like Shopify or Magento or I don't know what they use on their back end. But they were adding products to the store, but they were hidden. But if you knew the URL, you could find it and purchase it. And from my understanding, those people, when they added it to the card, it was not adding the card. So it was two. There were two things that happened. So it was Thursday morning. Three of the items did become available: the plush and two portraits. Actually, three portraits. The Sunflora portrait also. So there were three portraits, and the plush were available. You could search Van Gogh and see them. Uh, you could also, if you had the specific URL to each of those, you could get to those pages, and you could buy the plush and the portraits. The plush sold out very, very quickly, and people did have a promo card that was attached to those plushes. There was no limit, or it was a 10-item limit, I believe. It was a 10-item mm-hmm. limit, yep. and people could add those to cart and get the, pro- the promo card was attached. The portraits, all of a sudden, people started adding the portraits, and there was no card attached. They started removing the card when they realized, I think, what was happening, and so then people were able to purchase the portraits and did and didn't realize the card wasn't attached and then got their confirmation email and then realized there was no promo card attached and they had bought these portraits and there was no promo card attached. And so when that happened, then everything went down on the site and the whole site crashed and there was like there was a crash and then there was like the pages were gone and then you couldn't get to any of it anymore. And I do believe that there were some reports that some of the plush uh, orders were canceled. And then it sounds like there were some of the um, portrait orders that didn't have promo cards were also canceled by the Pokemon Center. Um, So there were some reports of orders on Thursday getting canceled, but the plush went up first and there were promo cards attached to those and people did get confirmations on those. Yes. Now that you're saying that, I do remember seeing three items that said unavailable and you could do it. You could look at them, but you couldn't, you can do it. And then yep. Friday is when it actually launched. And I believe it launched around 10 a.m. Mm-hmm. I didn't get there till 10.45. Almost everything was sold out. A lot of things didn't let you add to cart, even though it said add to cart. I ended up logging in first and then refreshing until it, fo- it asked me if I was a robot. I verified mm-hmm. I wasn't a robot. And then after I verified it, let me add one thing to my cart. The card showed up. I checked out. On checkout, I got multiple errors. I just kept hitting checkout, and then I got it. My card got charged, and as of recording this, I still have not gotten a confirmation email, and I still haven't gotten the check your account on PokemonCenter.com of that. Interesting. Um, But my card is charged for $50 plus tax. That's okay. So I had a similar experience. I hopped on the website. I was able to get an item. I was able to get the card. I ch- was able to check out with that item in the card. I got the confirmation email and everything from Pokemon Center um, maybe 10 minutes later. And then um, I had done that in a That's rush. That's crazy. You're the first because, person I've heard got the email. Oh yeah, I have the confir- I have the confirmation email from Pokemon Center to say your order went through. Here's your and the receipt and it shows that I got a journal <laughs> and uh, and a and a promo card. Yeah, because when I was I was live streaming it, obviously, um, and a bunch of people in my chat was like, I, "I got through, I got to check out," but none of them got, none of them got emails. I was like, "Yeah, I, I still don't have an email," but they were all like, "Yep, card has been charged." You've got me now double checking. Um, 
So because I messed up, I exit when I when I went to check out because I was panic checking out. I I put I selected my house and I was like, why did I do that? I'm not going to I'm not going to be here for like ten days. I'm going to be in Korea. <laughs> um, yeah, it's fine. I I'll just a, call Will and be like, hey, pick up my pin set. <laughs> I have a um, confirmation email. Thank you for shopping at PokemonCenter.com. Here's your order summary. It's a journal. Also, there's a Pikachu promo card. Here's your total: twenty one bucks. It will, you know, here's your order number and everything. So I got a confirmation email from Pokemon Center about 10 minutes after. Um, and then the same start things started happening where I was like, oh, okay, I rushed and grabbed one item, but there was a couple other things I wanted. There was like a coffee mug. There was a puzzle. It was a couple other things. I was like, oh, I'm going to grab They're these cool things. Items. They're mm-hmm. great. They're really cool. They're awesome. And the same stuff started happening. It could add to cart. It was showing in stock in the cart and then error messages. Sorry, this isn't working. Sorry, this isn't working. You know? And then out of stock, in stock, out of stock, in stock. And the thing about that is that that was the TCG through like all of 2021 on PokemonCenter.com. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's it when they implemented add the, to cart, the bot system. In stock, out of stock, in stock. It was going back and forth. You could tell it was like they were releasing things in limited amounts. So things would go out of stock. And then a, like an hour later, they'd be in stock again for a little bit. And then they'd go out of stock and they'd be in stock later that day. And that was what was happening with multiple sets during 2021. So when I saw this happening and it was two items per person, or it was two, not two items per person, sorry. It was two of each item that you could purchase at most, right? Yeah, so they've changed it from 10 two to two. Two puzzles, two posters, two portraits, two plushes, whatever. It was two. Um, but the other problem was that it wasn't one promo card mm-hmm. per purchase. It was one promo card per item. Which they've so never had, done before. Yeah, they've never done that before. They have and done. They have. They, there's. There's two <laughs> promo cards in particular. One is delivery Charizard, mm-hmm. which you. It didn't matter how much you bought. You only got one. Yeah, so ideally, was, if you yeah. wanted two, you would buy thirty dollars or whatever, and then check out, and then go back in and buy another thirty dollars and check out. That was done differently, though. That was done with a promo code that you had to win essentially yeah, yeah, yeah. earlier to yes. do that, which is going to end up, I think, ha- ha- spoiler alert, I think that's going to happen with this at and some then, point. And then another one was the delivery B-Doof. The yeah. Charizard one is interesting because when the delivery Charizard came out on Pokemon Center, I'm pretty sure there was two releases. And Bobby's talking about the second release. The first release, you could just add anything to your cart and you would get it because that's how I got it. I didn't, and, and so, because I have two delivery Charizards, and then they apologized to people. Right. You're right. Because, You're right. because I, I it, it, like, there was, it was supposed to be an email, and like, you were supposed to get the Pokemon Center email that it was available, but it came out too early, and then it was sold out. So, like, barely anyone got it. I just happened to be awake when it showed up. I think I bought, like, postcards or something, and then it came with it. That card originally was four hundred to like six hundred dollars on eBay. The because deli- it's Charizard, it's delivery Charizard. It was like a, a one hour window, and then they sent, then they handpicked people or randomized people, and then sent them an invite. You had to spend twenty five dollars, enter the code in your email, and then it would add delivery Charizard to your cart. As of this recording, delivery Charizard is a thirty dollar card. Mm-hmm. They did it twice. Yep. They printed that card to the moon, and then the delivery Bidoof was. Like Charizard, you had to be like handpicked or like randomized picked in your email. You copied it, you checked out. That card, the l- delivery B doof, is about two hundred dollars because it they didn't they they printed a lot, but 
it was still limited in a sense of like you had to li- win a lottery. And it has a Charizard on it. Too. And it has a Charizard. It it's Bidoof and Charizard. Come on. It's two good Pokemon <laughs> instead of one good Pokemon. So I think this is happening. Going, I think th- so they, they, the Van Gogh stuff went up. It was a nightmare. For whatever reason, multiple cards were being added to cart. I, that, that shouldn't have happened, even though that was in the wording of being like, with every purchase, you'll get a card, but it only went up to five. So people who added eight p- items only got a max right. of five cards. Cause yeah. Which is like, yeah, that sounds like a mistake somewhere. This whole thing has just been well, nonstop communication it, mistake. Yeah. yeah, because there was wording around um, each item gets a promo card. There was yeah, wording like that, that at one point as well. Does still sound like a miscommunication to yeah. me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It, it sounds but like the fact that they it said it and it was happening. Any Van Gogh item gets you one pro. Like each item in the store qualifies for one promo card. So it doesn't matter if you get a notebook. You're right. A pencil, a portrait, right. you will get the promo card. Yeah. Um, that's probably how it should have been worded. Uh, but I think now, so they they actually apologized on Twitter and Instagram and all that, saying mm-hmm. we're going to re-release the Van Gogh stuff soon. So if you're listening to this podcast and you want the Van Gogh stuff, do not purchase from Scalpers. No. Uh, they're going to re-release it again. They're going to, uh, if the one thing you want is the plush, I promise you that is probably the thing they print to the moon. They're very good at making plushes. They love plushes. It's like 60% of this biz- this company's income. They will, I'm, I don't know about the portraits, you know, I don't know about the deck boxes, but they will definitely print the plushes to the moon. Um, and I bet they're going to randomize and send out codes to people where if you get the code in your email you you add the plush to the cart you enter the code you get i this is that that's the only way they can do these things mm-hmm. and again this goes back to the start of this conversation how did anyone plan this van gogh museum thing and not think a black friday incident was going to happen there is a little uh, extra to the to the email or the the apology that they oh and i see you have a, a link here um, does specifically say that they want to provide more ways to get the promo card to people as well. So that to me says exactly what you said. Randomize with a promo code. You go and you're able to buy something with that promo code. You get the card added to it. They'll probably, I would imagine there's going to be a lot more of these cards than uh, the people selling them now would like, well, the people selling them now are trying to get them out as quick as possible because they know there are going to be so many more of these cards being printed. Yes. And so as uh, of this know, recording at 9 PM on Saturday, September 30th, you can get this Pikachu for buy it now for $99. They, that, that, that is sh- shipping out the door. If you want to spend a hundred dollars on this card, there are auctions where it's sitting around 70 or $80. Um, it is only going to go down in price, which well, again, I better put mine up on eBay now. Just kidding. <laughs> Not doing that. Don't do that. Don't be that person. Um, um, yeah, like buy it now, 119, buy it now, 129. I mean, eBay is a lot of undercutting, right? Like, oh, you yeah. put yours at 119. I'm going to put mine at 115 and mine's going to sell before yourselves because they want it. They especially want it because the they know, especially because they know where it's going, where that price is going, because this card, once everyone had, even the people who just ordered, who just got through because Pokemon Company did specifically say that all the items were sold out. So, I mean, whether that it was real or they just actually like took action to take everything down because it was such a mess of a release, they did say in that tweet, we sold out of everything. 
Like we already sold <laughs> yeah. out of everything, which they is did. so sad because they never announced that it was actually up. Yeah. Like there was never actually an email that went out. Nothing went out to say, hey, this is available now. Everything was sold out before they could even announce that anything was available to purchase. Now, I will say to your point, Steve, um, if you do want a portrait, if you still, because I do. Bobby in his back alley has four of them, $400 each. (laughs) If you do want a portrait, come on down. Go to my eBay store. and No, no, no. If you do want a portrait, it it is more expensive than on the Pokemon Center because on the Pokemon Center, they had Pikachu and Eevee with the felt hat for $50 for like a canvas portrait. I think it was 16 by 20 inches. Uh, You can go to the Van Gogh Museum website. Mm -hmm. They actually do print to order on the six pieces that are the six pieces of artwork you can get them ordered on paper canvas or and i don't know if i'm pronouncing this works right because i've only ever read it but die bond d bond it's like the aluminum oh like the aluminum stuff i know what you're talking about i don't know how to say it you can get it printed those three different ways again it's more expensive they do have prices in euros also in dollars and i did price out um the smeargle one because the smeargle one wasn't even on pokemon center Mm -hmm, as mm -hmm. a canvas piece but I priced out like the Smeargle one, like a medium size, which I think was somewhere like 20 to 20, 20 by 24 inches. It's all in centimeters because it's European, but um, was like 120 for like the canvas. And then it was like $30 for shipping because it's coming from, yeah, yeah. I'm assuming because it's coming from Amsterdam. Um, but the paper ones, you can get the paper ones for like 40 for a print on paper from the museum. So anyways, and it's print to order. So who knows how long they'll be around, but they shouldn't sell out because it's print to order. Yeah, it's print so to order, yeah. if you uh, go to the website, go to the web store at the Van Gogh Museum, there's a Pokemon section and everything else there is like sold out. Like they do have other things you can buy, but it's all sold out except for those prints. So definitely do that if you want, um, especially if, if you don't want the Pikachu or Eevee, they've got the other, there's like four other um, pieces of art that they have that you can order as well. They have a really cool Corviknight one, and I mm-hmm. have seen people appreciating the Snorlax and the Sunflora was expected and is wonderful. <laughs> yeah, so they're great. The pieces are great, and they're done. And the thing that's cool is that the pieces are done. I don't know about all of them, but specifically, like the Smeargle one is done by Tomokazu Komiya, who is a who's a TCG artist, and obviously he does a lot of other stuff. But um, I think the Pikachu You're saying Van Gogh didn't do these Pokemon portraits? No, surprisingly. <laughs> what? They couldn't get Van Gogh to do <laughs> they the Pokemon book art. <laughs> he, yeah, it just wasn't available for some reason. Um, but uh, no, but it's cool. Like the fact that it's like TCG artists, um, or at least for that one, the Pikachu one was by, uh, I believe, Soso. The who Pikachu does one is cool so artwork. good. So, yeah. Like, I don't care if yeah. this card is 99 cents. No, I it's think great. it's a fantastic looking card. It's amazing. And I think what happened too is a lot of people who were collecting and do remember like the Munch cards, the Scream Mm -hmm, cards, mm -hmm. right? Those are super cool too. Rowlet, you know, Mimikyu. Um, They have that, they had that kind of like feeling when they saw the Pikachu, the Van Gogh one, because it just kind of called back to, you know, just that collaboration, which is cool. I mean, any any Pokemon collaboration that does some sort of art that's not just slapping a Pokemon on a shirt mm-hmm. is really cool. These are wonderfully stylized, and I'm really curious what would have happened if they hadn't been tied to a TCG card. I feel like they still would have sold out. 
yeah. very quickly. This is a good collection. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I, I, I think there are there have been definitely collections in the past that sell out relatively quick. Um, I think the TC anytime a cool TCG card is added to it, that obviously increases the eyes of people who want oh, yeah. to resell for sure. You know, yeah. like you could resell some plushes, but the reselling plushes isn't nearly as efficient as cards. One is very big, much bigger than the other. Uh, it takes up more space and costs more to ship. So, like, cards are a very easy, like, high-profit uh, turnaround thing because you put them in padded envelopes or, or, or top loaders and stuff versus, you know, boxes and, and packing uh, stuff. Um, and for collectors, high demand. But there was also a Pokemon Sleep collaboration recently also came out around the same day that was with some Japanese luxury loungewear brand, mm-hmm. and that also pretty much immediately sold out. Mm-hmm. It was a good collab. I mean, the, 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 even the skateboards we talked about was a cool collab. Um, mm-hmm. wasn't the coolest collab, but it was still uh, a cool collab, and I think it was priced really well. I think $109 for, $109 for a deck is, is a good price. Um, I think Pokemon has a lot to prove with what went wrong because they're still, in my eyes, responsible for a lot of this. And yep. if it sounds like the museum thing is under control now. So hopefully next time we report back on this, we can be like, yep, it's good and clear to go to the museum, get your card, look at the stuff, do your activities. I've been told that the Van Gogh Museum is one of the best museums in the, in the world to go to. I wouldn't be surprised. There was a pop-up, and I, I know it's gone around different places, but there was like a pop-up Van Gogh exhibit in San Diego last year that That's we went to. That's been going around everywhere. The yeah, light, but the it's, light it's show, just, yeah, highly the, advertised. Well, yeah, the light show, I, and then you go in the room, Vegas, and there's yeah. all this stuff. But just seeing, like, just just seeing some, like, you know, it's it's cool. He, I think, I also really like Van Gogh. I think the artwork is re- very cool. Um, I think. I think you would have a good experience going to the Van Gogh Museum. It's, I think it's very highly regarded. Um, so, and then you get, and then you get that Pokemon collaboration on top of it, which is yeah. very cool. So, I mean, like, if the museum thing is sorted out and settled, that's awesome. It sounds like more merch should be coming to that. Sounds like people should be getting their card on the way out. Um, the card is way cheaper on eBay now. I have heard that the scalpers move to the outside of the museum and they will offer you cash if you walk out with the card, which. That's fine. Like that's a, a, I will take that any day over, <laughs> like them pushing for it. Yeah, totally, absolutely. <laughs> there are probably some people walking out of the museum with no interest in a Pikachu card. So, and if someone hands them like thirty, if bucks like I'll give you ten bucks, twenty bucks for that, they're like, yeah, sure, yeah, sure, whatever. <laughs> I just <laughs> got my, my free. Ticket. I just got a free ticket basically to the museum, right? Like I just paid for my museum trip. Um. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I. Uh, but I think that I think they still have a lot to prove with this Pokemon Center eventual reprint, whatever that is. Are are they sticking to their word? Is are they going to print a bunch of these? Are they going to produce a bunch of these plushes, a bunch of these prints, some of these cards for more people to get? Um, and like Scarlet and Violet, like everything else we've been talking about, are they going to learn for this? Learn from this for future collaborations? Because I can't imagine this is going to be the last. 
Like, they did the Scream stuff for the Munich things. They did the Fossil things that was actually only supposed to last for a year, but then COVID happened, but then it was wildly successful. So they keep moving the Fossil things from museum to museum, and it still has, like, another six months. Who knows if that's going to get extended. Um, the whole reason the Pokey Lids in Japan are not in big cities like Tokyo or Osaka or um, uh, Kyoto is because they purposely want and they knew that it would draw tourism, so they put them in non-populated areas to prevent things like this. There is somebody at this company that thought very, very well, very thoughtful about the pokey lid situation in Japan, and they purposely put them in non-touristy spaces. And no one thought that, hey, maybe this is might be a disaster in Amsterdam unless we have some sort of plan going forward. I'm glad they have a plan now, it sounds like. Um, and it doesn't sound like anyone got hurt. So that's a decent takeaway. Because yeah. um, people can definitely get hurt in that kind of yeah. environment. Especially with what those clips were showing. Um, it looked like. But what a what a, a disgusting thing to wake up to and been like, oh, I guess we're starting our day with this Pokemon news. Yeah. Yeah. Not the so, best. If you want the Van Gogh stuff, be patient. Um it sounds like I'm not sure Don't there's go to eBay. I'm not Don't sure the items are coming back. I think it's just the card. I I th- I think they'll I think they'll print the plush and I think if if anything's coming back it's the plush. Fair. Still uh, don't go to eBay. Even oh, yeah, still if, <laughs> even if you even if they don't print or they don't make any more stuff just don't go to eBay because if you want to at some point the prices still will come down a little bit. Yeah, I yeah, think, they're, they're going to drop. They're going to drop. So like just don't do anything right now. Just just hold steady and you got to be a little Gosh, patient. I, f- I feel like this is GameStop but... stock. Hold hold the line. Hold the forts. <laughs> don't buy. <laughs> uh-huh. Yep. Let um, it crash. Yeah, just uh yeah, just just wait. I, I mean, I hate like I don't obviously like it's really cool stuff, right? You want to get it and you want to um you want to have it, but I think the best thing is to wait and definitely don't pay those overpriced things on eBay because that just that will just make it continue to happen, right? I mean, it will probably continue to happen anyways, unfortunately, but and if you have this stuff, please don't sell it on eBay for way overpriced. Like like I don't know. Just don't don't do that. So yeah. Well, I think that is our show for y'all. Um got a lot to cover this week. Uh, I'll be recording from South Korea. I'm not sure exactly what that situation will be like or what a random hotel I'll be in, but we'll figure it out. Uh, I think that episode will probably be how a Seoul Safari Zone would look like. Last time they had it in South Korea, it was in Goyang. Uh, it was in their park out there. That was the, you could only play Safari Zone in that specific park in Goyang, um, which was a bit outside of Seoul. And this is supposed to be anywhere in Seoul City experience, which we have seen Niantic over the last couple months slash year or two lean into that city experience. And it sounds like in New York, it sounds like in Osaka, that people just prefer the city experience. Now, there are some downsides to that, obviously. um, But I think there's supposed to be... uh, not monuments but like uh locations that you can go to for like trading battling hydration even though it's still a city experience i don't know what the word for that is 
like landmarks the landmarks yeah like points of interest like points of interest that niantic <laughs> is putting up i think there should be points of interest in the city but still have the city experience so um if you want to see what that looks like i'll be streaming that on twitch um uh technically friday night because korea is in the future friday and saturday night so uh we'll see how that works out um but thank you bobby thank you hannah i gotta edit this now and then jump on a flight so uh <laughs> if you're watching on youtube uh hey if you're watching on youtube uh, let us know in the comments if you got anything from the collection uh or if there was something in the collection that you really liked or if you just didn't care about the collection i i think it was one of the better collections they did but if you got something that's really exciting it's awesome that it is awesome that people would comment like i got a sh i got i got the mug and i was like oh cool i'm glad you got like i'm glad you got something and not a scalper <laughs> <laughs> so if you got something let us know in the comments um uh, otherwise, we, uh, this has been another episode of the Pokemon Podcast, and we are super effective. Super, always waiting on those scarlet and violet bug patches. Effective. There's going to be more bugs. There's always going to be more bugs. Yeah, it's never going to be fully fixed. <laughs> yeah. This podcast is brought to you by Patreon. A huge shout out to our Patreon supporters, starting with Kay, Catherine, Stuart, Tony, Matthew, Brady, Jessica, Spencer, Brian, Bovine, Stephen, Chris, Josh, Fumes, and Yarny. Thank you all for your support. And if you too would like to support us on Patreon, you can head over to patreon.com slash P-K-M-N-C-A-S-T. Thanks for all your support. Thanks for listening. And we will see you next week.